0: How often do we get to say, hey, instead of paying state tax dollars, I wanted to go help something that I believe in? I know exactly where the money's going. I'm knowing how it's going to be spent. Because when we pay our state taxes, we don't get to decide how that money gets spent. The state legislature gets to decide that. And I would hear about ACSTO and scholarships and donating, but it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And actually I had a friend of mine approach me about donating. But I'm like, oh no, don't worry about it. We're able to afford the tuition. It's not a big deal. And he actually took the time to explain to me what the tax credit was, what it meant. And then I was like, whoa, how come I haven't been doing this? So not only did I apply for my daughter to be a recipient of scholarships, but then that's when I became a donor. If it wasn't for ACSTO, there's no way that we would have been able to afford to put our kids in a Christian school.
1: Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is about more than just money. And today, we are talking about stewarding school choice. Yeah. My name is Daniel, and I'm here with Grant Botma. Hey, Grant. Hello. Hi. Um, And we have invited an expert to the podcast today, who's named Sally Henry. Hello, Sally.
0: Hi, how are you
1: guys? Sally, you work with ACSTO, which stands for?
0: Arizona Christian School Tuition Organization.
1: Perfect. And you are the Director of Communications with them, correct? Correct. Wonderful. Well, what better place to communicate than a
2: podcast, Yes, it is. (laughs) A quick story about Sally. Recently, we uh, spoke at a church at HeartCry Church uh, for their grade school. I think think they just call it HeartCry. HeartCry Christian Academy. yeah, Yeah, yeah. And we were just informing parents about different school choice options. And it had been a little bit since I've been able to hear you speak about ACSTO. And I'm like, oh, man, Sally like knows her. This is amazing. So I'm really excited just to listen to this podcast, as hopefully all of you listeners are excited as well. So this is, this is going to be cool. Yeah. Heart Cry Academy is a great school.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are tons of great Christian schools in Arizona.
2: There really are. Yep. Yeah, And, um, and that is actually how I got to know Sally, is through Christian schools. Um, so when my wife and I first... We're married and we're starting our careers. She uh, wanted to start teaching and she got a job at a Chandler Christian School. And what, what Sally probably doesn't know is that uh, my wife was terrified about moving to Arizona. She mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to this new state and I don't know anybody and I'm starting a brand new job of a brand new school and I don't know anything and – I have no community here. What's going on? Um, Obviously, she was confident in being married and moving to Arizona and doing that. But there's still a lot of fear that came with it. And uh, you, Sally, and many other parents at that school intentionally reached out to my wife and loved her and cared for her and talked to her and built a community around her. And just like that, within a few months, not only did she overcome her fears of all that stuff that she was moving into – But she gained this confidence and love and joy for not only teaching and the community that that you had invited her into, but the state of Arizona as a whole. And I'm very, very grateful for that because that made my marriage a whole lot easier at the beginning, (laughs) uh, which was awesome. So, so grateful for for Sally. Well,
0: that gives me goosebumps. (laughs) Love your wife. (laughs) Yeah, she She taught both my kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. Your kids are great.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Well, so Sally, we invited you today to talk about ACSDO. Because it it's a thing I think a lot of our listeners are aware of, uh, maybe they have heard of, but they may not understand fully what it is uh, or may just not feel confident knowing enough about it to talk about it with their friends. Um, I know that's where I'm at. Like, I know, okay, yeah, ACSTO is a thing I can use to, like, help with tuition for kids at Christian schools. But that's kind of, I know it involves taxes. So give me a quick rundown of what ACSTO does. Okay. Please
0: love to. So basically what we do is we provide scholarships to kids at Christian schools utilizing tax credit donations. So Mm -hmm. we get our funding from taxpayers, just like you and I. So we are, we're in Arizona. So it's only for, it's a dollar for dollar tax credit that you receive against your state tax liability here in this state. So as taxpayers, we can decide, hey, do I want to pay my state taxes? Or would I rather take that same amount of money? and donate it to an organization that provides scholarships to kids at Christian schools. And so as a taxpayer, we actually get to choose, pay state taxes or use that same amount of money and donate it and get a dollar for dollar credit for it when we give it and allow um, and help families go to um, send their kids to a Christian school.
2: So basically, I still have to pay a certain amount uh, based on my income and, and family and different aspects that tell me how much state taxes I would have to pay, but I get to choose to either pay that to the state government or do a tax credit and forward it to an organization like ACSTO, which then you guys use that money to make it so that kids can go to Christian schools.
0: Correct. Wow. So what awesome, you know, how often do we get to say, hey... Instead of paying state tax dollars, I wanted to go help something that I believe in. I know exactly where the money is going. I'm knowing how it's going to be spent. Because when we pay our state taxes, we don't get to decide how that money gets spent. The state legislature right. yeah. gets to decide that.
2: Yeah, Sadly, the government has not proven to be a great steward of the money that we give them, right? I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, there are many great Christian organizations, Christian schools specifically, that do so much with that money. Like they make a dollar Go so far and make a huge impact on on kids' lives, uh, on your kids, yes, yes, and and on me. I, I went to Christian school as well, and it was a big deal for me as well. That's great. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh,
1: my daughter is in preschool at a Christian school right now, and and we love we love the fact that she not only is getting a great education, but she's also getting to to learn about God's love for her and how she can then share that love with others. And she's like. She's grown so much, and she's learned more than I could ever remember to teach her myself. So, yeah, so grateful for Christian schools. Um, yeah, so, uh, so Sally, how has ACSTO affected you in your life, and, and what, like, what is your role within the, the organization?
0: So, I learned about ACSTO back in two thousand three. Um, mm-hmm. My oldest started at a Christian school in nineteen ninety seven, and. The law had just passed, but it wasn't implemented until 1998. And I would hear about ACSTO and scholarships and donating, but it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And then when my um, second born, we were getting ready to put her in a Christian school, I finally started paying attention. (laughs) And actually, I had a friend of mine approach me about donating to ACSTO and recommending my oldest daughter to be considered for a scholarship. I'm like, oh, no, don't worry about it. We can, we're can, we able to afford the tuition. It's not a big deal. Mm. And he actually took the time to explain to me what the tax credit was, what it meant. And then I was like, whoa, how come I haven't been doing this? So 2003 was when we became, not only did I apply for my, my daughter to be a recipient, you know, receiver of scholarships, but then that's when I became a donor. -hmm. Because I hadn't, I'd hear about it, but I didn't start using the program or benefiting it from it as a taxpayer until 2003. So, if it wasn't for ACSTO, there's no way that we would have been able to afford to put our kids in a Christian school. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband was in law enforcement. I worked in the nonprofit world. It just financially wasn't something that was in the cards. In fact, for many years, my husband was like, okay, once the kids hit like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they need to start going to public school because we can't afford high school. Um, And so I said, well, then I'll get a job Mm. at ACSTO. And actually I did. I started working for ACSTO in 2013 and just have transitioned into this role as director of communication because, you know, obviously we had to have the income coming in to mm-hmm. afford the offset the tuition costs but it also has allowed me to utilize the lack of knowledge that i had as a parent about ah. ACSTO to implement the programs that we have today hmm. and we have so many resources and so many tools to help parents understand how the program works and um and i was able to implement so much so many things that like hey i wish somebody would have sh- showed me how to do this Back when my kids were younger,
2: yeah, yeah. You so. you said it was yeah. I kind of went in one year and out the other, yeah. and I feel like that's a lot of parents. Um, I mm-hmm. think you even before we started recording, you mentioned a statistic. What's the total number of people that are using this compared to the, the taxpayers?
0: So out of all the Arizona taxpayers, about three percent of Arizona taxpayers actually donate to the private school tax credit. Wow. That's it, and we're on our twenty fifth year since the law passed. So
2: man. It's, not that many people, not are doing... that many,
0: wow, and that's been a that's been a stat that hasn't really changed much over the years mm.
2: hmm. that's kind of sad, it is sad, yeah, I mean. Again, it goes in one year and, and out, out the other. Why do you think it does that? Is there something about this that you think confuses people or something that normally people get hung up on?
0: Well, I think it sounds too good to be true. Uh-huh. I think if you're going to tell me that the state of Arizona is actually going to allow me to make a donation and give me every dollar back mm-hmm. that I donated – That just sounds too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So people get caught up with that. They think that maybe it's going to create this red flag on some sort of audit, Mm. tax audit. Um, I also think people don't quite understand what a dollar for dollar tax credit is. They think they get that confused with charitable donations, which Mm, is totally different. Right.
1: It's Um, not a deduction. It's not a deduction. Yeah.
0: I mean, it essentially costs you nothing to give. Yes. You got to pay the money anyway. Pay it to the state or donate it.
2: Yes. Wow. Yeah, deduction is very different than a tax credit because a deduction is, hey, I have, say, a dollar of income. I'm going to pay uh, taxes on that dollar. But if I had expenses associated with earning that dollar, that's potentially a deduction. And as a result, I'd only get taxed on the difference between what I earned and what I spent, right? Correct. Whereas a tax credit is, based on your income, you owe a dollar of taxes, let's say, and then I donate that dollar to ACSTO. And then I get that dollar back from from the state, essentially, when, I, when I approve it. So it is a dollar $4 credit, not a percentage of a deduction. Correct. Very yeah. different. Um, so, you know, o- only 3% of taxpayers out there are, are, are using this. People do get hung up on it. And I think they get hung up from the the donor's perspective where you said, oh, man, it's it's too good to be true. Or is this going to have a red flag on my taxes? I mean, I've, I've been doing this for years and years and years. And we help people with their finances and have been doing it for years and years and years. And not one time have I ever heard of a red flag ever uh, for using this program. So that's not true. What other things do you think people get hung up on from uh, the, you know, their children being recipients of that donation? Do you feel like there's something where parents are like, yeah, I just, I'm not really sure I want to engage in that. I'm not sure I want to ask for people about that. What, What do you think it is for, for parents uh, who who m- maybe could benefit from this, but but aren't pursuing it?
0: I think for parents, it, they feel like they're asking for money, mm. and um, you know, and I and I try to educate parents. That's not what you're doing. You're actually educating people about an opportunity they have to do something different with money they're spending anyway.
2: Yes, they're mm. spending
0: the money anyway, so why not educate them that they have the opportunity to actually make this donation, help scholarship kids at Christian schools, possibly your own. You know, and so if, if as parents, I just really encourage them to focus on that. Um, people don't like to talk about money with other people, mm. um, and then as soon as you throw the word taxes out, then a lot of times people are like, "Ah, uh, I hate taxes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about taxes." Yeah. Um, so I, I, think you know, parents just need to understand that it's not that scary to talk to other people. And I have learned over the years, and you know, because I've talked to a lot of people about donating, and for my own kids, is. Most people want to help. Yes. And yeah. most people have a giving, generous heart. They just need to know what you need to – how they can help you. And, you know, again, this costs you nothing to help. Mm.
2: So yeah. it's it's almost like we have to find the common ground if we're a parent who, who would love to have our children receive the, these, these scholarships. What's the common ground that most of us have? Um, well, as it pertains to taxes, I would say that most of us don't love paying it. Correct. Right. Yeah. So – it's almost like we should start the question saying, hey, so do you think the state of Arizona is awesome with the money that we give them, right? It's like rhetorical. They're yeah. going to say like, oh, no, I, I really don't and blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, you'll get in a political discussion, whatever. And when, once that kind of conversation goes out, well, then the next question is, but you know what? I know you and I know you to be a generous person. What if I told you instead of paying money to the government in state taxes, you could actually defer that or forward it so that kids could go to Christian educations or could could have Christian educations. They go to Christian institutions. They'd be like, what? You know. Right. And I think that's how the conversation goes. Instead of, hey, would would you pay for my kids to go to school? Exactly. (laughs) That's not the good question to ask. Right. Um, It's do you trust the government with the money that we give them in taxes? No, neither do I. Do you like it when kids get to go to Christian school and you think it should be more affordable? Yeah, me too. What if I told you you don't have to pay the government the money to give it to them and you could give it to these other people that you think are awesome?
0: Correct. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So
1: every time I get paid, I'm withholding a certain amount for taxes. So then what happens at the end of the year when I go to file with ACSDO? How does that work?
0: So um, when we pay through our payroll, we pay, we're paying towards our state tax income mm-hmm. um, liability. Right. When we actually go file our taxes is when we, it's determined, did I pay enough mm-hmm. in state taxes? Did I pay too little? The amount of money that you can donate um, and receive a dollar-for-dollar dollar tax credit is, is run, found on a line called balance of tax. Last year it was line 52. Balance of tax is the amount of money the state's keeping of yours. So it's based off – that's how much you can give away in tax credits. Now, for ACSTO, there are maximum amounts that donors can give. It's $2,483 for married couples, $1,243 for single filers. So if your your balance of tax when you go to file your state taxes is $2,500 and you're married, then you can donate $2,483 to ACSTO and get the dollar-for-dollar credit for that.
2: And the cool thing about that is, Daniel – um, when you go to file your taxes, so let's say, let's fast forward a couple of months to you know, first quarter of 2023, mm-hmm. and I'm going to file my taxes. Yeah. And as I file my taxes, and I see on that line, what was that called? The balance of tax. The balance of tax. If I see on the balance of tax, there's 2,500 bucks there or more. That is, that's how much the government's going to keep of the money that I've already been paying them in my paychecks. Right. Um, I can then, at that moment. Um, Make a donation to ACSTO and it will retroactively be able to adjust that tax filing. So even though I didn't pay the taxes or pay the donation in the year 2022, I could do it in the first quarter of, of 2023. And it will impact my taxes for 2022 retroactively, correct?
0: Yes, it's great. So that's about 62% of our donations come in between February 1st and tax day.
2: Because <laughs> that people that's sense. what
0: people are doing. They're, right. And plus, you make your donation to ACSTO, you file your taxes, you're getting your money back within five to 10 days from the state of Arizona. Yeah. So you're really not out the money very long.
1: Yeah, Okay. Okay. So I would make the donation from my savings, not sure. from my taxes. Correct. Correct. You yes. do have to and make then, the donation. But then I mark on my taxes when I filed that I donated. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then I get that back as a
2: refund. Correct. Exactly. Yep. That's great. Yeah. And that's why I think most people do it during that time that Sally mentioned. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm just borrowing from my savings for a little bit to make right. this donation. And then as soon as the state... Finishes processing my tax filing, I will get my tax return with with that credit back.
1: Correct. Yep. And then I, I suppose alternatively, I could donate throughout the year. Correct. Mm-hmm. However much I, I decide to, based on what I think maybe my taxes might be. Correct. Then, yeah.
0: We you can set up monthly donations on our website on our donor portal.
1: Okay. Very cool. Yeah. yeah that would that would probably be better for me since I like to plan ahead mm. uh, on things. So yeah. It, you, you could look at it like withholding taxes, but instead of withholding it, you're donating it. Right. And then you get exactly. the credit.
2: And ACSTO's portal is so simple and easy to use. I mean, of all the different things that I'm either donating or paying for and I have to get documents and provide them to my CPA, ACSTO by far and away is the easiest uh, portal that I have to log into, get documents from, and Organize. It's you guys are awesome Thank you. with that. It's so great. It's so <laughs> we great. think it's easy. We it get is. that a lot,
0: that it is really easy, oh, user friendly.
2: You guys make it so simple. I think that's, that's the that's the thing that I want to communicate more than anything to folks. It's like, oh man, we're talking about taxes. This sounds crazy but like and confusing. But you guys do. You make it simple. And <laughs> I'm excited in the next half of this podcast to to talk about some practical things we can do that are simple yes. uh to, to help ho- hopefully grow this and be a better steward of it. What is a good credit score? Okay, you're going to hate the answer to this question, but it depends. It depends on what you're buying. Uh, If you're buying a car, the credit score requirements are probably a little lower than if you're buying a house. Uh, But I'll give you the answer you're looking for. You want a number. So let me just give you this. 720 or above is typically considered good no matter where you're at. If you have a 720 plus credit score, you're probably going to get a really great car loan. If you have a 720 plus credit score, you're probably going to get a really great home loan. And if you have a 720 plus credit score, yes, that's going to help your insurance rates be lower too. So what is a good credit score? Honestly, it depends on what you're buying. But if you're looking for a number, here's the number. 720 or above is considered good. Man, that was well under a minute. I rocked that one. Okay, so we just talked about, or Daniel, you just talked about,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, hey, I'm actually the kind of guy who's probably not going to want to make that donation one time a year, like to plan ahead. Yeah. And acs has resources on their website to, to make that easier for you. Correct. Throughout the year. Um, but Sally, is there something that business owners can do uh, to... Uh, partner with ACSTO to have it automatically come out of their employees' paycheck?
0: Yes, we actually offer payroll withholding. So an employer, it's a service that an employer has to offer, obviously. Okay. So if the employer offers it to their employees, employees can actually set up. um, It's a simple form they fill out, but they can set up to donate to ACSTO every pay period. So instead of the amount that would come out towards for state taxes every pay period, they, that money can go to as a donation to ACSTO every pay period, and then that's how they pay. Is basic. It's like monthly installments, but they're doing it through their paycheck, and their paycheck doesn't change because it's just sending the state money. Instead of it going to the state, it goes to ACSTO instead. It's so awesome.
2: We don't wow. currently do this. I'm going to do it now and I'm going to do it now. One, because you as an employee said like, Hey, I'd totally do that. Right. It's something that would make planning for it easier. And for me, just personally speaking, it makes it one less thing I have to think about. Yeah. Um, I'll just set it up in the payroll. And instead of wondering, I'm like, did I make my ACSTO donation yet? Oh, I'll have to look, log in. Oh yes. No, I didn't. Okay. Let's make it now. Um, I, that that's going to make, again, one less thing I have to think about and make it easy. I love yes. that you guys are putting it on autopilot. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah,
1: We talk yeah. a lot about that with, with a lot of our financial stuff, all our money tips and things. Like the best way to save more money is to automate it. The best way to, like, it's not good to try to time the market. It's better to automatically deposit into the stock market at regular intervals. So the more things we can do without having to think about it, the better. So thank you guys for setting that up. That's yeah, cool. that's great. We'll yeah, will have to talk to Baker after this.
2: Yeah, I'm going to make it happen. Um, so this is just one of many practical things that you can do yes. to try to help. Let's change that percentage, right? More than 3% oh, of the I'd people interstate. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be great? Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, because we know how big of an impact uh, Christian education has on people's lives. It not only makes an, an impact on the life of the child, uh, that is being educated and loved and discipled and cared for. But the, the impact is is magnified and multiplied based on the lives that they then get to impact right. as a result. And that's just such a beautiful thing. Um, so what are some other practical things that we can do? Sally, we, we want to ask you a few questions. Yeah. Uh, the first one is, if parents have their kids in Christian school and are not using ACSTO, where do they start? Like, how's the best way to get going?
0: The best way to get going is obviously to go to our website, um, acsto.org, and we have a lot of resources on there for parents, Um, but we offer parent workshops Hmm. usually about every week um, via Zoom. We also do parent workshops at a lot of our Christian schools that we partner with. So I would encourage parents to come to a parent workshop, sometimes two, sometimes three. Um, I will be honest, it's an hour long. It's a lot of information we throw out at parents, but it's great information, but it can be overwhelming at the same time. And in our parent workshops, we talk about the different – Scholarship programs that are available, not just through tax credits, but also through the ESA program. We talk about how to apply, how our award process works, how to talk to other people, how to um, make the program actually work for you. Um, So there's obviously – there's no reason why parents shouldn't be using this program um, because we all – most people have a tax credit – some sort of tax liability. And there's so many people out there that can be donating.
2: Yeah, and as awesome as this podcast has been so far – doesn't matter who's listening. There still could be a gap in knowledge, right? Correct. And if you're a parent saying, hey, man, I really want to take advantage of this, going to one of those workshops one, two, or even three times, like you said, is going to help fill in those gaps to give you confidence to move forward in this.
0: Right. Like I met a mom yesterday. Her son is in fourth grade, and she's kind of heard about the tax credits over the years, and she's always, always – hesitated to put her kids in a Christian school because of the cost. Mm-hmm. And so finally, she's just bit the bullet and it's like, I got to figure this out. Yeah. And she came to a parent workshop I was doing yesterday and was like, oh, my gosh, I wish I would have come to one of these a long time ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Sadly, uh, what happened during kind of like the COVID shutdown stuff is many parents had their eyes open to – what was really going on and and what uh, what was being taught to their children. And some people didn't like that. Correct. Uh, And some people feel handcuffed, like, what can I do? Um, The good news is about ACSTO. it doesn't matter uh, what your income is, what zip code you're in. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, everybody's eligible for their children to receive this donation, uh, or scholarship rather, Correct. which is great. Yes. Uh, so, uh, just getting informed on one of those workshops is going to be awesome, but man, I've, I've even seen some of the videos and some of the blogs or, or other, uh, information you have on your website. It's so simple to navigate. And I just strongly encourage parents, if you're thinking about this, go to ACSTO.org as Sally said, and that would be, be awesome. yeah. Uh, all right. So second question we have, if you don't have kids in school, so I got no kids, they're not in school, or maybe they're, they've already graduated or whatever, but you know someone who does, how can you put your tax dollars to work for them instead of just paying the state? So so where do those people get started? People who are hearing this and like, man, I'm not currently donating
0: and I want to start. How? Well, one, you don't need to know a student in a Christian school to be a donor. You Ah. can actually just donate and donate, just write your check to ACSTO, and we'll make sure that your donation goes to help a child that needs the scholarships. Or you can pick a a Christian school in your area, in your Mm, community. That's right. Or if you do know of a student, maybe there's somebody at church that you know goes to a Christian school or maybe your neighbor, then there's nothing wrong wrong with you recommending that student to be considered for a scholarship. So you don't mm-hmm. – I think that's where some people, we lose donors, is they stop. They've donated for years. They've recommended a student. That student graduates, and they stop donating. Oh, no. I'm like, why? Yeah. You don't need to know a student. Yeah. You can just donate and know that your donation is going to help bless a student – so they can go to a Christian school because there are so many families that would never be at a Christian school if it weren't for these tax credit scholarships. Mm. And, um, you know, we just want to continue to be able to bless them that way. And the more people donating, obviously, the more scholarships that we can provide.
2: Yeah. When yeah. when you're donating for a particular child, you can see and feel and know the impact that's being made because, you, again, you know them. You know you engage with them and hear about their teachers and how all the cool things that happening at their Christian school. And then they graduate. And then it's like, oh, well, where's my money going? I'm sure you've got countless stories of people that received scholarships from ACSTO from people they never even knew, right? Right. And those kids were, I mean, that was me. I, I, I was able to go to Christian school for a couple of years. And when I was younger, and I had no idea who was paying for it or how I paid for it, and I was just grateful right, right. Uh, it made a big impact on my life yes um, and I think another great place for people to start if we talked about it before, But the easy website and portal with the tax stuff, just register for an account. Correct. Yeah, just go to acsto.org and register for an account, and and that's a great place to start because then the resources
0: will be made available to you. You have a sign-in and everything else. And even to donate, you don't even need to create an account. You can donate as a guest. There you go. So if you don't want to take the time to donate and create a donor portal, donate as a guest. Call us on the phone. Donate over the phone. Send in a check. You know, there's so many different ways donors can give.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I actually I didn't know that I I had heard about ACSTO and I thought it like you had to earmark the money for a kid. Um, And so I was like, so once my daughter, you know, she's in preschool right now. Once she gets into kindergarten, am I going to have to, like, talk to my family and talk to people at my church and make sure they're getting enough donations for her?
0: So what we would recommend is you start the year before she starts kindergarten to start talking to people. That's Um, now for
2: you. That's, yeah, it is.
0: So next fall, you would want to start mm-hmm. talking to your friends and family about saying, "Hey, um, did you know about this tax credit?" And people can start donating a year prior to your daughter starting school, donating, recommending your mm-hmm. daughter to be considered for scholarships. And then, um, in our May award of 2024, so it would be for that school year, she can be considered for scholarships at that time. But we can hold awesome. we can hold donor rec- recommendations for up to one year without a scholarship application, because the goal is we're okay. hoping and praying that a scholarship is going to come through for this student. Mm -hmm. Um, And by law, we cannot guarantee donor recommendations. The law doesn't allow us to do that um, because we do have to take into financial circumstances by law. And we don't have any financial disqualifiers, but families of higher income earners um, may not receive scholarships at the same rate as a family of lower income. Um, But, you know, we are the largest STO um, out there when it comes to the individual tax credit. We wouldn't be who we are if parents weren't happy with the scholarships they were receiving, mm-hmm. if donors weren't happy with how we were spending our money. Um, we operate on an 8% budget. And for a nonprofit to do that is pretty incredible. Yeah, you know, it is. So um, the law says yeah. we can keep 10% of all our donations. We actually only keep eight.
2: That's wow. awesome. Wow. Well, I, I have one last kind of question for practical reasons. And it's really good for your situation, Dan. I mean, you guys are uh, you send Olive to a Christian school, mm-hmm. uh, preschool now. You're yeah. planning on sending her to a Christian kindergarten? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so so you're asking questions of like, okay, where do I start with STO? Yeah. Well, on this podcast before, we've talked about other school choice options in mm-hmm. the Empowerment Scholarship account, ESAs, Correct. Uh, which is another option in our awesome state that really helps with school choice. Sally, how, how should Daniel choose between – Going the ESA route or the ACSTO route, because currently the law says you can't stack them together. Right? Correct. Yeah. So, so what's the best way for Daniel to figure out which one should be done?
0: So, the first thing I would do is look at the cost of tuition. Mm. If the cost of tuition exceeds the average ESA scholarship amount, so for kindergarten, it's about forty five hundred. Tuition may be about sixty five hundred, seven thousand. Not sure. I haven't just <laughs> Well, I know it's over sixty five. I know it's over forty five hundred for kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to decide. Okay, do I want to do the ESA? I know I'm going to get forty five hundred dollars to pay towards her tuition. Can I aff- afford the balance?
1: Uh, ah, yeah. If you can
0: afford the balance, go ESA. Or if you're like, you know what, I think I can do this tax credit thing and be maybe get her fully funded then mm-hmm. do the tax credit side.
1: Or maybe I need to. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, and some families just have to, it's, every family situation is different. Um, some families that have multiple children, we're encouraging them like, well, maybe you put one or two on the ESA mm-hmm. and you can, if you can afford the balance of tuition and keep one on tax credits. You know, you just have to, every family is different. And, mm-hmm. you know, some schools, um, Christian schools tuition is under the ESA amount. So ESA is fully covering those kids, which is awesome. Yeah. But there are a lot of Christian schools, probably over half of the ones we work with, that their tuition exceeds what that ESA dollar would be, and um, so that's where families have to decide: what can I afford? Can I afford anything? And then they decide. You know, you do have to put some work into the tax credit scholarships.
2: Yeah. So the mm-hmm. the average ESA scholarship for for kindergartners is about forty five hundred. The average ESA. Uh, scholarship for first grade through high school is about 68, yeah. 69-ish, yeah. something like Correct. that. Um, so really, you're making it simple for us. It's like, okay, what's the tuition? Right. Does their tuition exceed the average that they might get, 68 or 69, if they're first through 12th or whatever? Well, if it's, it exceeds it, you might want to try ACSTO because you could, you could get 100% of it covered, whereas with ESA, you wouldn't, right? Correct. Um, but if the tuition is below the ESA amount, it's like a no-brainer. You it just is do a no-brainer. The, You do the the ESA. This is so cool that our yeah. state has all these options uh, to be able to do it. And I love what you said about multiple children in one family. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. That's going to make yes. sense for a lot of families because some people are like, yeah, I can get some people to do this ACSTO thing, but I can't get all of my kids fully funded. Correct. How are we going to do this? Oh, this is stressful. Well, now – you can ask people to recommend one or two of your children when they make their ACSTO donation. And then with one or the other child, you can just have them be fully funded ESA. Correct. Which is great. Yeah. That's, that's a wonderful. And,
0: and the nice advantage. part, too, with ACSTO, let's say a family decides to go ESA, they can still work the tax credit side. Yeah. You know, People can still donate. They can still recommend their student. They can still be considered for scholarships. The key is we just can't pay out those scholarships. Mm. So for a family that maybe just moved to Arizona, they don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, I would tell them, go ESA, because at least you're getting something for your child's tuition. Then as you meet people and build relationships, start working the tax credit side, asking people to donate. Get people to donate. Your student can still be considered for recommendations. And then when you feel like, okay, I'm ready to you know, – we've got a good – you know, build up for tax credit scholarships with ACSTO, we call them multi-year scholarships, switch from ESA to tax credits.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So simply put, you cannot stack them for the child, ESAs and STOs. Correct. But you can have... Uh some of your children do ESA in your family and household, and some of your children in your family and household do ACSDL. Correct. So you can, I guess, quote-unquote, stack them in that way.
0: Yeah, each the scholarships are student-based, not family-based. Yeah. So that's what makes it great.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then making it simple to like, hey, Daniel, should, should you be doing this for Olive? Well, it depends. What's the tuition mm-hmm. for the school that she's going to, and what would be the award that you would get with ESA? If right. the award with ESA is less than the tuition, it's probably going to want to try to go ACSTO route. If it's more, you probably want to do ESA. That makes it so simple of how we, as a community, can be a good steward of this for, for our children. That's awesome.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And And there's not a link between donating – And receiving scholarships. No, not at all. You can donate without getting a scholarship or you can get a scholarship without donating. Although, why? Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, believe it or not, less than 28% of the parents that apply with us are actual donors with us. Wow. Hmm. So they could be donating to another STO. But um, we do find that parents aren't necessarily good donors, Hmm. which I think sometimes they get so caught up Mm -hmm. on, you know, talking to other people. They don't even think that they should be donating themselves. And so we really do try really hard to educate parents. Be a donor yourself. Mm -hmm. Because what better way to sell a program than to know how it works as a donor?
2: Yeah. I think what you just said is is really, really important. Like people get caught up into what they're doing. Um, And we talked about earlier kind of automating it. Whether you're automating it with your... Uh, payroll system with your employer, which we're going to be setting up now here at Stewardship, or whether you're just automating it on your own through the ACSTO portal, that can help it be something that's automatic. Correct. Uh, So if you're wanting to be a good steward of your tax dollars and you believe that there is a private Christian school out there that would do better with your tax dollars than the state would, um, I strongly recommend go to acsto.org and start donating. And you can do it on a you know monthly basis so that you don't have to make it a thing you think about Automate it, right?
0: Yep, that'd be great.
2: That's awesome. Well, we're going to put links to all the things ACSDO in the show notes here. And I love some of the practical steps that you have given us to help us be better stewards of uh, this program. Not all states have this. I what know, it's a amazing. blessing. Wow, this is so cool. Sally, thank you so much for coming on to the episode. We're grateful for you.
0: Well, thank you for having me.
1: So there you have it. To learn more about ACSTO, go to acsto.org or visit the link in the show notes and get involved. You can donate to ACSTO today and get that back on your Arizona state taxes. Or if you have a kid in school and you're interested in learning more about that, check out the parent resources page on acsto.org. And thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone you know, and we'll talk to you soon.